Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Don Rico Castro, and you're tuning into the What's in Your Case podcast. Artist, musician, songwriter, model. Lots can be said about my guest this evening, but most importantly, she is my friend. My guest today is Gigi. Hi. <laughs> now, Gigi, from my understanding, you are a part of several bands as vocalist and piano. Mm-hmm. There is Planet Pedestrian, uh, Fruity and Couch, mm-hmm. Rose in the Buds. Mm-hmm. Am I missing any? Um, maybe some that never came to fruition, but will live on in our minds, such as Bog Babes, Rest in Peace. <laughs> Gone <laughs> too soon, but not forgotten. From working with so many bands, do you have any words of advice for people looking to form their own groups as far as the collaborating of ideas with other members? Mm. I feel like I could definitely talk about that for a long time. Should I just keep going and then you can tell me if you're going to edit it or should I just try to keep it short? No, just go as long as you want. Okay. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of different facets to working in groups. I think one of the most important parts is personalities. You know, not everybody's going to get along and that's okay. It's up to you whether or not you value the creative work that you put out together versus actually having a more harmonious situation. Scheduling is also a really big uh, challenge. Scheduling is a really big challenge. So trying to keep yourself flexible with your own schedule will help for that a lot. And also being receptive to other people's ideas, I think is important. When you are a creative person, you do tend to get very attached to the material that you create. And that can be hard when you're working with other people because not everybody's going to like what you're making. You're not going to like what your partners are making all of the time, but it is a collaboration. So you have to be willing to make sacrifices. And sometimes you have to be able to look past yourself and your own ego in order to understand that sometimes people have better ideas than you do, which is very hard to embrace. But once you do those things, you can really make some great stuff. And personally, I think collaboration is the best part of creating anything. I never feel more alive or more happy with being alive than when I'm working with other people. Now, Ferodian Couch, that's your second band. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, your first public performance as a band was at Shrine. Mm-hmm. Do you recall what that experience was like? Oh my God. <laughs> I do recall that experience was like, it was kind of nerve wracking. It was because it was one of the first times that I really performed with the, with Batman. It was just me and Jade. And it was, I think also the first open mic that I'd ever done. And open mics can be kind of nerve wracking in some sense, like no matter how much experience you have, like even if you have experience, which I I have as a musician, it's just a different environment um, than like like a place where people have paid to see you perform like as like a benefit concert or something. A lot of people who are there really just because they want to perform and they're not paying attention to you. And that can be kind of, I don't know, disappointing in some ways because you feel like nobody really cares. But at the same time, like there are also people there who you wouldn't expect to meet or connect with, which is great. So I definitely had people from that Shine concert that I remember like to this day that I still follow on Instagram and stuff. And it's nice to see their journeys. But another fun tidbit from that, it was that was actually the first time that the boyfriend that I was seeing at that time, who had been dating for like five years, had ever seen me perform in a band. And we were kind of going through a rough patch. We actually broke up like a few weeks afterwards. But he actually left in the middle of our set. He did. He left in the middle of our set. And afterwards, I asked him why. And it was because he said that he didn't recognize me on stage, which was crazy because we'd been dating for five years. That is, yeah. that is a bit crazy. Yeah. 
it was insane. But I think like the stage persona and the real life persona, they, I mean, they are different people. They can't always be the same because who you want to present to other people isn't always going to be who you are because sometimes you're more comfortable with yourself than you are with what you are with other people's perception of you. So you do feel like you have to alter it. And I definitely understand and the context of our relationship, why he thought that I wasn't the same person. But at the same time, I feel like I do try to put as much of myself on stage as I can. But, you know, it is what it is. Now, are there any plans to release any of those originals that you made with Jade, like The Fight or <laughs> Milk and Honey? I would love to. I think it's been a bit of a challenge since we don't live in the same city anymore. Mm. Um, and also, I'm really bad about digital collaboration. But if Jade is willing to put up with me, then 100% I will do it. Now, we mentioned that Freudian Couch was your second band, with mm -hmm. the first being Planet Pedestrian. Mm -hmm. There's a post you made two weeks after the release of your album where you encouraged people to get the whole album tattooed on their body. I did. I don't think I could do the whole album, but if I could pick one line, it would be from If You Wanted in December, Inside My Head, I Think the Seasons Are Confused. Mm -hmm. Or maybe from the song Fragile Steps, Paper Stairs. Fragile Steps, A Place to Walk When There's No One Left. Do you have any lines from any of your songs that you would get tattooed on your own body? I always thought that like the most tattooable line from Planet Pedestrian was A Brand New Sunrise Is About to Be, which is why I made it into a series of stickers that we sold with the merch. I just thought that was like the most hopeful lyric that we had. And Tommy and I actually did consider getting that tattooed together at one point. Kind of fell through partly because of COVID, partly because of distance. But yeah, I feel like that is something that I would still consider getting tattooed on myself just because I felt like that was a very emblematic and hopeful line from Planet Pedestrian. And with Planet Pedestrian, you also sold shirts designed mm -hmm. by Owl Hair Designs. Yes. I know a lot of artists are looking to make shirts or buttons mm -hmm. or stickers any kind of merch, mm -hmm. but they don't think about what comes next. What was your experience having all the merch up front? Oh, um, you mean like having it and then selling it? <laughs> having it and selling it. Oh, well, to be honest, I thought about it a lot. So, and Jade gave me a lot of good tips too when it came to making the merchandise because she had sold merch before. So I went through a website that she recommended called Bands on a Budget. And I compared prices to like a lot of other like make your own merchandise online stores and they definitely had the best pricing at the time. And then she also told me that it's very important to make sure that your shirts are comfortable, which I took to heart and made sure that the shirts were of a good blend. So I did research on what like good blends were out of what was available on Bands on a Budget. Um, and then I also did research on like how much of each size to order. Um, and I think I ended up actually ordering a little bit too many extra larges. So we might have a couple of those left if anybody ever wants them. But yeah, I'm just pretty detail oriented person. And so I wanted to make sure I had everything right because I was spending my own money on this and I wanted to make sure that that money was going to go to good use. And we did a pretty good profit. We sold a lot of what we ordered. We don't have much left. I know you like to read <laughs> and you've recommended a few books to me, mm -hmm. books on songwriting and mm -hmm. just general books. Are there any books that you would recommend to people listening now that are interested in songwriting? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think Jeff Tweedy's How to Write One Song is a book that I listened to recently. And that's the thing, too, is that you don't have to read books if you don't have time. I personally don't have a lot of time. 
Um, so you can listen to audiobooks. I totally recommend the um, app Libby, which actually allows you to connect to your public library's database of audiobooks. And you can just check on there every once in a while. There's some other songwriting books that I haven't checked out yet. But Jeff Tweedy's How to Write One Song was a great audiobook to listen to that gave me like a lot of inspiration and a lot of good tips. And I ended up buying like a physical copy of that, which I'm currently going through and annotating so I can get the most out of it. Also, Dar Williams' How to Write a Song That Matters, I thought was a really like unpretentious, simple approach to songwriting and analyzing the way that you write your own songs in order to really connect with what you're trying to say rather than like what you think you have to say. So those are two books that I definitely recommend. Thank you for being our guest here at the What's in Your Case podcast. Do you have anything that you'd like to promote or where can people find you online? Um, you can currently find me on Instagram at lemon underscore gamma. That's G-E-M-M-A. I really just post personal stuff these days. Don't really have much time to or inspiration to do a lot of songwriting at the moment, but I'm hoping that will change um, in a few short months um, when we do make a, a move to L.A. So, um, yeah, you can keep in store there. Otherwise, you can still listen to Planet Pedestrian's debut album, Paper Flowers, on Spotify and most other streaming services. And um, otherwise, I would just say go support um, my friends, Don Rico de Castro, Raina Rose, um, Owl Hair Designs, Olive, and um, Jade. <laughs>